Hello and welcome to Kaiju Curry House, episode 114. I'm Connor, that's Paul, and today we are talking about the movie The Cave. Yes. But before all that, the usual question, Paul, what have Kaiju been up to? It's like there's no one else you can ask, is there? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it's like uh, we're missing two people. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, we'll power through. Uh, yeah. so what, what what have I been up to that's Kaiju related? I'm still working my way through Dawn of the Monsters, which I know Ooh. I started last year now, I think it must have been. It was a long time ago. Good things uh, come to those who wait, as they say. Yeah, <laughs> well, I didn't want to burn myself out and like play it constantly. So I thought I'll do like a, a mission a week and then stuff got in the way. But I've started, I've picked it back up again and it's quite tough. Mm. Like I'm I'm managing to get through, but my rating's like F or G. It's like, okay, so I clearly need to work on combos because I'm just like punch, punch, punch. It's like, no. I'm... A dis- yeah, the disgrace to the Kaiju community. Yeah, just, I know. To... And sometimes I just die, but you know, I have <laughs> I have managed to make it through. But yeah, I'm obviously not doing it right because my ratings are awful. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, so that's been a that's been a it's good fun. Still still enjoying the game. It's just a bit of a challenge. Now I'm in the later stages and clearly haven't learned how to play it properly or forgot since I last played it. Um but other than that, and watching the cave, um I haven't been up to a huge kaiju amount. I did see a bit of kaiju news that I'll Ooh. share. So Gigabash is coming mm-hmm. to the Xbox and Nintendo Switch. Oh, thank God. So that's, yeah, but I say it's been locked on PlayStation. And now, yeah, now I, I mean, they haven't said when. They've just said we're working on it. So I'm guessing Sony had rights or some sort of, maybe they helped develop it for whatever reason. They are now making it for other consoles, and I look forward to picking it up on Xbox. That's my yeah. preferred platform of choice. Yeah, you've but saved me five hundred pounds buying a PlayStation <laughs> Five. So. That would be a very, very expensive game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, wait for the Xbox release. It's, it's going to be a long time because I'm sure they're a small studio, but it looks good. In fact, by the time it's on Xbox, it'll probably be. You know, like the game of the year edition. It'll be with all the DLC bundled in, maybe, because they've just True. done DLC one, didn't they, at Christmas time with Godzilla? Mm. There's obviously gonna be a DLC two, or they wouldn't have numbered it. Um yeah. perhaps by the time it finally comes to us, we'll get the ultimate edition and that'll be Have they uh hinted yet to what DLC two is, or are they just uh No, they haven't said anything. Mm. I'm in the uh... Discord chat, but I haven't seen anything pop up about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um what would you I'd like, like to see, Connor? I'd like to see some Ultraman monsters. Ultraman, okay. Seeming a lot of the, the Kaiju and Gigabash are based on Ultra monsters. So oh, are they? Yep. Um or, you know, some Godzilla monsters, I guess. Yeah. But um yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> I mean I guess they wouldn't have Gamera because I'm sure there must be some sort of um legal thing where Toho said you can't have those two fight in case yeah. Godzilla loses. Yeah, there was a game that came out uh, a few years back. I think it's called uh, I can't. It's a Japanese game where you play as a civilian and you're running away Pretty from the shrouded in shadow. That's it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, basically, while it has like Ultraman, Godzilla, Mothra, the yeah. Evangelion stuff, all um, there's a clause that was in place that none of these characters could interact with each other. Yeah, right, so that's how they get around. If I say, yeah, because I've played played through the game and Gamera was in it, Godzilla mm. was in it, 
but yeah, they're never on screen at the same time. They can't fight each other. No, no. Like, so, I think it's might be maybe it's a favoritism thing. It's like you can't have Gamera fight Godzilla or something like that. Well, yeah, yeah. that's it. Because there would probably be fans kicking off if someone did a video with like you know, Gamera beats Godzilla. <laughs> and there's everyone go, boo, no, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> it's a game. Have fun. Yeah. I but think yeah. Uh, there was what was it? Um there was a video ages ago, it was like the CGI animation uh, oh. things by uh, Screw Attack, I think, when the oh, okay. website was still around. Yeah. Um, I think it's owned by uh, Rooster Teeth nowadays. Um, yeah, it just basically it shows like a CGI fight between Godzilla and Gamera and Gamera getting like a whole shot through him or something like that. It's totally unrealistic, but... <laughs> Well, someone did like a fan made a Godzilla versus Gamera clip, didn't they? Like a minute or two long, only what, last year, and that was really impressive for someone on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I think either one, but it just you know, they're just toying around, and that looked awesome. Uh, yeah, they probably won't have Gamera in it. Ultraman, they could do true because he yeah. just looks like Jet Jaguar. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it's just a poor, it's just a poor man's jet jaguar admit it um no, no i don't 60, ultraman 1966 jet jaguar, 1973 <laughs> <laughs> um but uh anyways yeah anyway uh, so yes yeah, so there's that i'll i'll scratch that um i also saw matt frank posted to say that there's going to be a i think it was a 4k version of the Giver, like the live action movie, and it's to be the unrated, unrated version because apparently there's a, like a mild unrated edition that's released, but this mm-hmm. is the not released, extreme unrated edition that has, I guess, extra gore, which is cool because Giver's, you know, was an extremely violent anime, and then there's still there was blood in the film, but I guess it was cut a little bit to make it more cinema friendly to get that rating. What I love about the Giver film, I've never seen the anime, I've only seen the film. But, oh, I've watched um, the anime. The, um, the older sort of DVD releases um, show Mark Hamill on the front cover, right? Yeah. But it's sort of like, it's like a a split face thing. Half, so you've yeah, got half Giver face. Half Mark Hamill. Yeah. But he doesn't play the Giver on the no, film. He's the cop, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> he's the cop that gets... What transforms into like a slug monster or something? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh dear. But, but he's uh, in the film. Yeah. And it's Mark Hamill, so he needs to be on the front cover. That's true. <laughs> oh man. I just think it was just more like a, a reanimator um cast reunion, if you've ever seen the film, a reanimator. Because uh, I'm trying to think if I have. I know it, but I don't know if I've actually seen it. Yeah, there's um the main villain in the Guyver is the main villain in Reanimator. And okay. there's a there's a scientist in the lab called Doctor East mm. in Reanimator. The same actor plays a character called Doctor West. So <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, yeah. Go watch Guyver, folks. Because <laughs> yeah, it's it's also under the name of Mutronics, isn't it? In some places. I think it was Mutronics over here for a bit, but the Arrow release that came out recently was was Giver, yeah, okay. but uh, hey, anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, that, uh, that was awesome. Um, other than that, no, I've... the only thing I thought of when I was racking my brains of what have I kind of been up to was I know I watched Castlevania season four, 
I can't remember if I mentioned it on here or not. I could have done. I might not have done. So I will just say I watched it and it was very good because I started it, not last year, the year before, probably watched like three or four episodes and then something came along and I just completely forgot. And then I was looking and I was thinking, I I don't remember ending, like seeing how it ended. And so I started watching like episode one. I was like, no, I've seen this. And then like I skipped to the end. I was like, no, I haven't seen this. I was just trying to find out where I got up to. Um, And I finished it and thought it was great. I don't think I did, they're doing it anymore, but I did love that show. They are doing a spin-off show of uh, Castlevania, but I think it's like... Oh. Uh, I think it's Rector Belmont from like Symphony of the Night, if you've ever played that. I, I love Symphony of the Night, so I'm, yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, I might be 100% wrong, so don't... Uh, <laughs> uh, Castlevania fans, uh, go away. But... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, I did watch uh, a bit of the first season of Castlevania, but never finished it. So I guess I'm going to have to I'll go back and watch season one of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Um, but yeah, that's me done. So Connor, what have Kaiju been up to? Well, Paul, um, so I watched Q the Wing Serpent. And oh. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, because of scheduling problems, I couldn't uh, record uh, last episode for Q. Um, so I've written down a mini review. On oh, fantastic! Phone. Yeah. Uh, so I've just uh, written down some highlights. Um, uh, so it has a big jerky man in it. Um, okay. Yep. Um, people get unfazed with blood dripped on them. Um, no, they got phased, didn't they? They were looking up like. No, but it's more like, eh, what? What is that? And, you know, it's like. <laughs> um, um, uh, the character Quinn really likes that piano. Um, David it's Carradine play it in real life. David Carradine just doesn't give us. Uh, uh, Richard Roundtree's uh, character is completely wasted. Uh, I'm not hearing positive things here. Uh, stop motion magic. New Yorkers complaining about everything. Uh, three different plots uh, somehow merged into one: a murder yeah. plot, a heist plot, and a monster plot. Uh, monster has got nothing to do with the murders. That's that's just what I just assumed watching it. Right? Monster's got nothing to do with the murders. I th- I think it's just a guy just killing folk, and there just so happens to be a monster going about. You know, because no, he's trying to summon the monster, or did summon the monster? What if it's just what if it's just a bird? Pop? Just a coincidence. It's just a bird. But, um, <laughs> it's just a bird. Um, Big uh, bird. Qu- Quinn being a lovable scumbag. Uh, they just accept there's a monster. You know, it's not like this. <laughs> uh, uh, Quinn's girlfriend's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> She's a keeper. <laughs> um, Quinn is a vicious, uh, I can't say that word. Oops. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, 10 out of 10, go watch it. There you go. That's 10 out of 10? Yeah. <laughs> <High> praise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Q Wings happened. So I watched that and, and wasn't there to record. But um, anyways. Um, also, um, I also got a cat, right? Um, yep. Yep. So um, the cat is called Quint. So if any of our listeners know where that name comes from, from a certain film with a shark in it. Um, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the name of the shark, Samuel Jackson. I'm joking. But um, <laughs> um the uh yeah so i got a cat um called quint and uh it is um it's 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 a nice cat yeah um 
and uh still recovering the fact that we thought it was a boy and then we found out it was a girl so you know um yeah so <laughs> there's that but <laughs> have you got it a godzilla costume or any sort of cat co- costume um ready for I halloween could, i could get a costume for halloween but um maybe i could actually get a quint costume like just like a fisherman's hat oh, and all that yeah, yeah. Yeah, if uh, the cat doesn't scratch my hands up, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, go get a cat, folks. You'll, you'll like cats. Uh, cat might not like you, but um, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, so there's that. That's a bit non kaiju related, I suppose. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Oh, you're going to say, oh, but I've got a kaiju costume for the cat. <laughs> it's just because the cat's called Quint. That's all. But okay. um, yeah. Um, I also pre-ordered, so uh, PS Publishing, which is uh, um, a publishing house, and there's a shock, uh, PS Publishing is publishing um, the original screenplay for King Kong from the 1930s, right? And um, it is uh, by Edgar Wallace, right? And uh, I pre-ordered that recently as well, um, mostly because the the artwork for both the cover and the interior is being done by Bob Eggleton. So, nice. yeah. And um, it's £25 and it's still up for pre-order. It's not out until, was it, uh, sometime in March. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you want some extra King Kong goodness and uh, you want the original screenplay um, for King Kong with some nice Bob Eggleton art, uh, Go pre-order, I suppose, for £25, unlike a certain Kickstarter, which was £99. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last thing, um, I think, Kydra-related, um, is um, I was made aware on a Facebook uh, group um, about this uh, this book here. This is called uh, Monster Makers Incorporated, Right. And um, when I saw it on the, on Facebook, on the cover was a uh, a illustration of a Godzilla uh, toy, right? And I was like, "What is this?" Um, so I did some digging, and apparently, it's not just a you know you've got these like uh, like stuff like games or movies or whatever that would put Godzilla on the cover, like. Uh, not because Godzilla isn't it, but it's like a stock image of like a dinosaur or something like yeah. that, right? Um, no, it turns out Godzilla is a character in this book, right? And um, as far as I'm aware, so it's an unlicensed Godzilla product for a start, you know. Uh, the, They're the best. The, yeah, the author didn't uh, get the rights to Godzilla, but it is what it is, I suppose. Um, it's set on an alien planet. It's not even set on Earth, right? And it's just about a company that makes monsters for people. So, um, yeah. But what's weird as well is that my copy of this book is actually a proof copy. I don't know how I managed to get hold of this. Like, it, it even says right there, uh, uncorrected proofs. You know, so, because it's strange, because it's like, it's a paperback, but yeah, it's got a dust jacket. You know, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's an odd phenomena. So um, I guess I have a rare piece of Godzilla match, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's unlicensed. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Monster Makers Incorporated. So uh, 
But I have to. So they're on another planet. It's not on Earth. No, but it's like I, I don't know. I don't I, know. I just Paul. wonder who, who are they making these monsters for? This company, the people, they sell to the... Earthlings. No, I don't know. I just skimmed through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But uh, yeah, so uh, go read uh, Monster Makers Incorporated. It's probably a kids' book, and just a weirdo just buying it. But uh, go go read it. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, aside from that, I guess um, that's all I've been up to. I guess so. I guess we should. Uh, that's a good amount. Move well, on that... to the main event, I think, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> <do you> think? <laughs> right. <laughs> the main feature. Um, before we do, I do just want to say about Q, the Wing Serpent. I did have a comment on the YouTube video from Baza Bazilla. Um, it's edited, so I think he must have said something because it starts with "Actually, yes, you're right." So I think he must have said something, edited it. So I, and I okay. noticed the edited version. Um, but he said, "I saw Q many, many, many years ago for the first time, not long ago, not long after it first came out." So obviously back in '82. Um, I've only recently found out it may have been based on an old black and white film called "The Flying Serpent," um, and that was made in 1946. And he said, although it's dated, it's still quite an entertaining film. And I always thought Q was a black and white old film. So I'm wondering if I got confused between Q, the wing serpent and the flying serpent. And that's why I thought, oh, it's black and white. You know, I always just assumed that uh, Q was a modern update to the giant claw. You know, honestly. But, okay. uh, yeah. Um, for those unaware, uh, the giant claw is a very infamous uh, 1950s B movie um, with um, they wanted to get Ray Harryhausen to do the special effects they couldn't so they hired a company in Mexico to create this very unique creature that uh, they deliberately hid in the posters and allegedly when the main actor uh, went to a showing in his local town uh, as soon as the bard comes on they laughed and he oh, left. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um go watch uh the giant claw if you haven't already it's in an arrow box set so go get it, <laughs> oh, is it? okay perfect yeah oh man right so the cave yes you haven't seen the cave i haven't Paul. <laughs> <laughs> which will make this quite challenging because it's just going to be me talking about it um yeah. so you yeah, can you... throw in any questions you have and i'll do my best to answer them mm -hmm. um so to sum it, I went to, to talk a bit about the cave. Um, it's it's a monster movie released back in two thousand and five. So not modern, but not old. It didn't do great. Um, it had a budget of thirty million, and it made at the um, box office worldwide thirty three million. So it didn't lose money, and it must have made money when it was released on DVD, and then you know subsequent releases afterwards. Mm. But it's clearly not good enough then there's never a sequel um on rotten tomatoes it got a 12 percent rating which you shouldn't I don't rely think on very good tomatoes, paul shouldn't rely on them they're not uh, well, it, it source <laughs> from them and 28 percent from the audience score oh well the audience lied <laughs> I'm so, so either way it's still still not great on um imdb it got 5.1 percent overall so, you know, distinctly average, they're saying. 
So they, that's how I'm going to start off talking about this film. The fact that no one seems to really like it. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, listeners, um, um, we were discussing um, before recording which uh, movie we're going to talk about, and uh, the other option was Dog Soldiers. But, which I know. think is better received, yeah. Well, actually, no, this is... I was reading back those messages because I completely... Because um, Alex said, oh, it's directed by the same guy as Dog Soldiers. I was like, okay, cool. No, he actually said in his message, should we watch Dog Soldiers or The Descent? Yeah. And I went from The Descent, where they go into a cave, to, oh, it's The the Cave. <laughs> and I was like, so we're watching The Cave, yeah? <laughs> so we should have really been talking about The Descent. Um, maybe we'll do that another time. That's completely my fault. Um, the Cave is not directed by the Dog Soldiers guy, whose name I've forgotten. Neil Marshall. Neil Marshall, that's the one. Um, it's directed by a guy called Bruce Hunt. That name might not ring bells because I think this is the only film he's directed. Mm-hmm. But he has worked on other films, some reasonably decent ones. He worked on like the Matrix films, um, Dark City, uh, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. So it's not that he hasn't done films. It's just he's always been like the assistant director or something. Whereas this was, I guess, his his shot at being an actual director. Mm-hmm. Um, and for whatever reason, I guess, because the film didn't, wasn't a success he, he didn't get picked up again which is a shame um cast wise i think it's a really good cast or you know there's there's some people that i recognize in it and i like um there's daniel day kim who i know from lost but i'm sure Ooh. he's done lots of other things mm-hmm. not that i can name them um lena headley or is it lena headley even now lena headley isn't it you say i know her from sarah connor chronicles but i think she was in Game of Thrones. Yeah, she played Cersei in Game of Thrones, and she was also the main villain in the film Dread, which is based off of Judge oh, Dredd. Yes. Yeah. That was an awesome um, uh, A bit of a spoiler, She her face becomes a uh, squashed tomato by the end of that film. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, who else was in it? There was Piper Parabo, Morris Chestnut, Cole Hazer, I don't really reckon. I'm just reading out some names from IMDb because I don't recognise them. But oh, it's oh, oh, it's got them in it. Well, count me in. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so it's a. I think it's it's a good casting. You know, there's no bad actors in it at all. And despite this being his only film, it it doesn't like you don't you wouldn't look at it and go, oh, that's a badly directed film. There's there are some bits where it looks unclear you can't really work out what's happening i just thought maybe that was a budget thing um it maybe is his inexperience as director but he's filming in a cave and also lots of underwater bits so it's very hard you know to see in a dark cave or to get clear underwater shots if there's a battle um and yeah it just it just makes it look like oh they didn't have the budget to show the monster so perhaps they're just gonna do some shaky cam so you can't really see it and uh, how much of the monster do we actually see in the, the film? Uh, or is there one monster or is there multiple There's monsters? multiple monsters, uh, and you do see them more towards the end of the film. Right. Um, mm-hmm. There are some more lit-up areas where you get a proper look at it, or look at them. It's like a, there's several of them. And you know, the, it's a cool-looking creature. It doesn't look cheap when you see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 
pretty sure it's all CGI. I don't know if it's CGI or not, actually. Some bits definitely are, but it's it sort of must be a mix. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, the, the effects when you see the creature are pretty good. Um, mm. I've got that. It, it, it's like a, a giant bat, I guess would be the best way to describe it. And it does you because it's in a cave, it uses echolocation to find things. So there is a clicking noise you see it here a lot. That's a bit like uh have you ever seen Pitch Black, I guess? Yes. The the creatures in Pitch Black that come out at dark. That's um, it. Yeah, they can only see, can't they, through is that how they see? I think if I remember correctly, it's like sound or something or um Echo location, I think. Yeah, I'm just remembering that there's that scene where Vin Diesel's like right in front of the creature and he's kind of moving to mimic him so he can't see him because he's up close or something. And I'm trying to think how that worked. But that's another good film, actually, Pitch Black. Yeah, that was an episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's another episode, too. Yeah. Yeah, just do all the Riddick films while we're at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I would. I like, I like them all. I'm happy with them. <laughs> But, right uh, okay but the cave uh, yes the cave. right so let's talk a bit about the cave so in the cave unsurprisingly there is a cave um i'm trying to remember how it actually starts but effectively they they find this ancient opening there's like a seal on it that's got some pictures of demons and you know it's been sealed for years so no one goes down there because the monsters are down there and it's a gateway to hell or whatever but they're like no you know we're cave explorers we're going to find out what's going on we want to explore these these caves that haven't been you know seen in a long time so i think uh realistically if you were if you went spelunking and you went to a cave right yeah and uh you saw like some devil stuff there they're like nope nope back a go <laughs> but no, i mean these are these are professional you know but they've got all the gear they want to go in and get photos and videos they're i mean they're not archaeologists i don't they're they idiots, Bob. They're, idiots. <laughs> they're not, I mean, they they are all qualified people that are going in um to try and find out what's happening see this new ecosystem see what um stuff is hidden down there um but they've got to kind of go down and make a base camp and then kind of just go deeper and deeper and see what they can find. But when one of them's going in with his little, I don't know what they're called, the scuba machines, um, he gets attacked by a creature. The scuba machine goes off, hits a rock, blows up, and then there's a land sort of cave-in in the cave. And so they're all now trapped underground, like three miles or something from where they went in, underground, limited food, and no one's going to be checking on them for two weeks. So they're like, well... What what do we do? We better find a way out. And there's and plenty so, of oxygen too, it seems. We, yeah. I mean, the option is we can wait around and hope someone comes to get us, or we can go deeper and try and find an exit. And I think one person does say, let's just stay and wait. But they're like, no one's going to be coming for a long old time. Let's let's keep going and see if we can find a way out. I, I told you they're idiots. The, the one smart guy, and it's like, yeah, this no we must see the demons but if no one's gonna come and save you for 12 days like two weeks you're gonna think well maybe we should see what we can find well um yeah so it's it's you know they're they've got like a leader who's uh like a cave diver chap so he's like you know i know what i'm doing follow me 
Um, because the deeper they go, they find out, oh, there's something here that's hunting us. Not good. And, you know, he kills a few, he, he bites some others, and uh, he, he bites the lead character, or the lead diver guy, and uh, he starts to change. So suddenly his hearing's really good, or his, his like, self smells really good. So they're and... like uh, vampires then, or something like that. Yeah, I think something like that. He's they've got like a biologist there, and she's like looking at samples. It's like, oh, this creature and that creature both have this same virus in them. What's going on here? And so, as you can guess, yeah, they're going through the caves trying to find a way out. They're being led by someone who is seemingly becoming less and less human. Like by the end of it, his eyes are all freaky weird. Uh, I remember there's a scene where like. Um, he goes, oh, there's water up there. He goes, what, you can hear it? I'm like, no, I can smell it. Like, <laughs> okay, but they're going to put their trust in him because he's led them, and one of them is his brother. So he's like, you know, he's my brother, he's he's fine. I know he's acting a bit weird, but he's fine. Um, and then kind of near the end, they. so I should say full spoilers here, <laughs> if that wasn't already clear. Um, by the end, there's not that many of them left, but they're one of them's like, okay, we'll follow the leader, although he's not fully human anymore. We trust him. He'll lead us to safety. And the other guy's like, nope, we're going to go back the way we came because we think we found another exit. As it turns out, the leader, half-human guy, is still doing the right thing, and he is trying to help them. And they managed to, a few of them, managed to safely find their way out. And then, shocker at the end, one of them was bit, and they're now that mute, you know, the virus is now out in the world. So one of them is now living outside the cave and they've got the weird eyes. So they're now going to, I guess, turn into this creature. Um, that's, yeah. So it, it's, it's a good story. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's, to be fair, it's quite a basic story, isn't it? People go diving, they get trapped, they're hunted by monsters. Some survive. You know, it's it's a nice, simple premise. I've, I've, you know, don't go in expecting this to be some genius thing, but it's not bad at all. I enjoyed it. I thought it was. It's a really cool monster movie. It's got some. But what do the monsters represent? (laughs) There could be some metaphors in there. They, if they were, they just you know whooshed straight over my head. Um, I went in there thinking I'm going to watch some. People get killed off by monsters. You know, that's that's that's, that's why I watch these monster films. Um so you, you know what? Um you've sold the movie to me. Just uh, that just, that, that, just... I, mean, <laughs> I mean I can't say, oh, it's amazing, you have to see it. I'm sure people go, yeah, you know, going by the reviews, it's very average, it's kind of generic, but it's not, you know. People watch sci-fi films, like, you know, the asylum films, which are always not that well acted and pretty poor on the on the effects side, but people still enjoy them. They know what they're getting into. So as long as you know what you're getting into the cave, as long as you're not expecting anything amazing, but you're thinking, I'm going to watch a decent monster movie, then I think you'll be fine. Mm. I'm glad that the cave is on the same level as asylum films. According no, to no, 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 it's, no it's, um, <laughs> it's, it feels much more competent than that. I'm trying to think what I would compare it to on 
like for another monster film like just to let you know what kind of level you're getting on but the descent <laughs> so what, what was the descent about do people descend into a cave and there's monsters yes out? yeah okay yeah. yes when does this thing come out is this was this uh, based that's, on... that's a good question actually. i'm just wondering now because the descent got a sequel whereas this didn't uh the descent came out in 2005 no <laughs> yes oh what are the odds oh Oh, that's well, actually quite common. Two films. It's quite common Hollywood for like. Oh yeah, I suppose it is, isn't it? Because you do have the same plot. Just yeah. You know. What's going to be popular this year? Um, mm -hmm. Going into a cave. Like uh, there's what a quiet place, and then there was like another film which was like "Don't Speak or the Monsters Will Get You" or something like that. I can't remember what it's called, but you know they came out roughly around the same time with the exact same premise. Um, but uh, hey ho. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting because I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize. Well, the descent got a lot. Oh, not not hugely better, but it was definitely more positively received. Well, yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I thought we were talking about the cave first thing. No, I'm no. Like, the, the descent. The descent was better reviewed than the cave. Brain fart. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man. I can't remember the descent, but obviously I get the two confused. Does one of them, does a diver or whoever they are get bit and turn in the descent as well? Because if they do, that's fantastic. If it's the same plot. Oh, God, that has been ages. Can you remember? Um, I'm just I'm just checking. Okay, so the cave came out in August and the descent came out in July. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a month apart. That's cruel. <laughs> Oh dear! I mean, they make them a bit, fair bit in advance. They must have thought at the exact same time. Oh. They must have heard, "Oh, this studio is making a K film, and it's getting good buzz." You know, let's ride that wave. Oh dear! Hollywood's a funny place, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I would say watch both of them because I'm sure I, I'm sure the Descent was more of a horror. Mm. I remember, I remember it in my head. Descent was quite a creepy film, whereas the Cave wasn't scary, but it was more of a fun monster film. Hmm. I mean, I mean, it's debatable or not that the descent is scary or not, you know, if you're used to watching uh, like uh, monster movies, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I, I could, yeah, I, I'll have to watch The Descent now. Just yeah. compare it. Watching many films as a kid with rubber monsters has desensitized me to this sort of thing. So. <laughs> yeah, so you won't, the cave is not scary. Um, it's not particularly. No, I don't think it's really that gory. There's just a bit of blood. So I mean, it's not family friendly, but you know, it's not. I'm sure. I think it was rated like twelve. You know, it's absolutely fine to watch t for teenagers to enjoy. You know, it's like a you could class it as like a slasher film. There's a monster running around killing people just in the Compa caves. Compared to the Descent, which is like an eighteen, I think. Yeah, that's it. That's why I'm thinking the Descent was scary because it was a it was trying to be a horror. Whereas this mm. was just, no, we're just going to have a bit of fun with a creature feature. Yeah. And what I do like about the cave, and probably the descent as well, but I can't remember that, um, is is the whole being in a cave and underwater. It is like an alien place, although it's set on Earth. So there's really, it does look creepy and stuff. It's all very tight, some really tight spaces and then some huge wide spaces. You've got, there's some like lakes in there. So they're all this watering, like, well, what's in the water? Because this is an unknown ecosystem. There's 
what other creatures are lurking. So there's, I think there's lots of lots of good things about this film. It just, for whatever reason, doesn't quite reach it's, the highs. It's the execution of it, very much. You know, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so I, I was, the acting's fine. The the story's sure the story's basic, but it, it serves a purpose. I think five is a bit low. I would have thought this would be more of a high six, low seven. Personally, but that's just me. I think it knows. I think it needs a bit more love than it's getting. <laughs> oh dear! Pause and denial. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, good, I swear. It's, yeah, I think it's, it's not bad. The reviews don't say it's bad. Well, Rotten Tomatoes say so. IMDb. I think five is. What is five? Just average. Uh, I, I'm trying to think how they do things on the scale, but it's like well. If it's if it's less than five, then that's probably quite bad. But if it's more than five, it's quite good. If it's five, then it's just it, it, it is <laughs> it exists. It's fine. It's average. Mm. Uh, uh, I think we need our own rating system on this podcast, don't you think? Like, um... oh, if you can think of one, or if our listeners, viewers can think of one, you know, I would love to hear it. Uh, type in the comments below uh, what you think yeah, the official what, UK kaiju rating system should be. Um, what, what would you rate it? Um, seven skronks out of six. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we did a rating system ages ago. Both with, I think we did it with Alien. We're like, what? What? Fit, how was it on the alien scale? Was it as an, was it an aliens or was it an alien covenant? You know how. Whereas this would probably be like an alien resurrection level. The film. Oh dear, um, it's funny. Which I enjoyed, so, which also has a, a scene of swimming creatures. In yes, it. but yeah. that's a way cooler scene for underwater. I remember I watched a documentary where they were boasting about those CG aliens in Alien uh, um, Resurrection of them just swimming in the thing. It's like, they're just CG aliens. They look cool. They're underwater. We haven't seen that before. (laughs) Oh, dear. And they swim Um, really well. They're like a fish. It's amazing how well they swim. Yeah. And they don't have any nose. They don't have a nose, so they can't drown. No. I, I. yeah, I guess they don't need oxygen, do they? They, yeah, they're fine. Well, I suppose that, you know if you watch Alien and Aliens, you know they get sucked into space and they're still going until yeah. like yeah, the, yeah the, their respiratory system is not explained in the film. It doesn't need to be. Please don't do a prequel about it. Yeah, don't do a prequel <laughs> where they explain where the aliens come from and that they're not. <laughs> no, that would just ruin it. Yeah, they're not aliens at all. They're just man-made. Oops, um, man-made bioweapons. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, so Connor, will you be watching the cave? Maybe. <laughs> you want you? Well, cues are the cave. Cues <laughs> are a classic. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a it's a cult classic. A cult classic. Okay, yes, it's a cult classic. Made by the same guy that directed the stuff. So I guess the, the cave clearly wasn't bad enough to be. Uh, so bad it's good film and wasn't good enough to get mass attention so it's just in that limbo where no one really cares enough people just watch it and go yeah that was alright 
Oh man, I think we should just call this episode uh, 113.5 for we've just it just goes back to Q. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I sat for all of Q. You're 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 talking like it's like a a, a torturous experience. No, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Um, but when me and Joe were talking about, it, we were just saying, actually, yeah, we were saying that it's not. There's no one you like in the film. None of the no. characters were, were nice. The no. only person, the only thing I liked was Q. True. So I was like, well, that's a bit of a. I mean, it's fun, you know, sure, you know, I, I guess there's no protagonist that you like in the film. The cops weren't nice. The scummy wife beating. Um, Crook wasn't that nice. Like I said, the girlfriend was literally the nicest character in the film. Yeah. <laughs> She's um, a keeper. <laughs> and what Joe asked for at the end of the film, at the end of the film, at the end of the episode, um, he did say, right, we've seen Q. Can we have something a bit more lighthearted as our next movie? So we are going to put a poll up to go for a more lighthearted kaiju film. Uh, we have had two suggestions. Um, from M. Bryant, she said um, Detective Pikachu. That's a good one. Or the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Ooh. So that's two suggestions. Um, obviously, if you've got any Connor or if any listeners have some suggestions, please put them in. Um, I'm going to put the poll up shortly on the on the Facebook page and then people can just add them. But I'm trying to think myself of some light-hearted kaiju films. I like Power Rangers. I yeah. like uh, Detective Pikachu. Um, I'll need to check if um, the mo- the movies on Netflix might more often, uh, but uh, it's um, gonna be somewhere it's going to be on one streaming platform, isn't it? I'm trying to think of a lighthearted film. Um, yeah, it, it's not that easy because <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking what's a like a fun film? It has to be kind of uh, Sorry, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> uh, because we've like we've had crabs, which is you know obviously like really gory and stuff, but it was a comedy one. And we've had Notzilla. We've talked about them on the podcast already, so I can't can't use those. Oh man, which is a shame because I did love crabs and I would watch that again happily. Yeah, and uh, I would indeed love to see a sequel to Notzilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah uh let's see i'll put you on the spot and as i said i can't really think of any myself but that is our task over the next like week so i can put it in the chat in the um in the facebook group so we can say this is what we're going to talk about next time go for it fact, do you know what, before we i know this is just as our listeners probably can tell by now this is a bit of a last minute episode thing where we decided quite shortly what we we're going to watch um unfortunately joe couldn't make it alex couldn't make it but i did quickly pop, pop on facebook um you know what what people's thoughts on the cave so i'm just going to quickly check now to see if anyone commented and um what they said oh here we go we've got two comments oh that's good. so um oh here we go m bryant again she's got oh okay 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 because I put the trailer up so they could see it. Um, never seen this, but definitely intrigued by the trailer and the cast. There you go. See, I said good casting. Um, and Brandon, Brandon uh, um, Hickley Smith, he said it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen this movie. Have to watch it again at some point. But I remember being fifty-fifty with the whole film. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so not massively positive, but not negative either. 
I'm just going to point that out. Oh, As we always say, no one sets out to make a bad film. They're trying. You know, I and I like this film. I was, I was more than 50-50. I was more like 60-70-ish of was good and, and the other bit not so much. That's the thing, folks. If you enjoy a film and if someone else doesn't like it, don't let their opinion sway you. you know. No, no, don't. Because I have to fight so many times for Final Wars. Joe oh. just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like i like every single godzilla film except space godzilla but um you know but okay. <laughs> you know it's like i it's like i would rather watch godzilla versus megalon which a lot of people don't like you know as well as uh godzilla's yeah. revenge over space godzilla so that's um, quite but, a strong statement there but hey um i even though I don't like Space Godzilla, our listeners, if you enjoy yeah. Space Godzilla, fair enough. Exactly. We're yeah. a very welcoming fandom. As long as you watch a monster movie and don't bash us for watching it, we're all good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Right, right then. I don't think I can say anything more on the cave. I just hope you watch it and let me know your thoughts. So we're going to have to move on to If Nothing Else. Connor, If Nothing Else. If nothing else, uh, by the Kong uh, uh, script that's coming out from PS Publishing, and uh, also watch the Descent. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to say, if nothing else, watch the Cave. I want to say watch the Giver, but perhaps hold off to wait for this, you know, new uncut version. So, up to you. If you haven't seen it before, check it out because it's a it's a fun film. Also see the sequel as well because yeah, watch Dark Giver, Hero. The guy on that one is played by David uh, Hater. David who, Hater, yes, of course, is Sod Snake. Gear. Metal Gear. Yeah, <laughs> that's another absolute with uh, Rob Hideo Kojima. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get him on the podcast because yeah, I'm sure Hideo would love to come and join us. I'm sure if we just measure them on Twitter, he'll just uh, respond to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll drop him a tweet. He can he can talk up Death Stranding too. It'll be fine. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay, well, um, that's episode 114 wrapped up on The Cave. Um, thank you, Connor. Thank you, listeners. And until next time, keep it kaiju. Keep it kaiju. Keep it kaiju.